is chilling truth. He killed 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Next time you see me, I will do The actual room. Okay, so are you good? Okily-dokily, then. Um, yeah, it's weird recording in the middle of the day like this at 2.37pm. Um, well, my time. Usually we're recording at, like, 10 o'clock at night, so it's going to be interesting to do something creepy uh, during the day. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I think, um, you know, with both of our schedules, I think it makes more sense for us to try to do it earlier instead of waiting until the end of the day when shit can go wrong and then we have to push it off. And plus, you know, I, I'm, I don't have enough friends, but I'm trying to get some someone anyone don't to go you to dare a, a show. Think about replacing me. Well, no, but if you were here, I would ask you. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to go to a show tonight and doing an evening recording would kind of dampen that. But I, I don't know. I'm tr- still trying to figure out. Okay, well, I hope you figure it out, but uh, welcome to The Chilling Truth, everybody. I'm Corey, looking at Johnny, and today, we're getting back into the world of cryptids. Bigfoot did really well when we recorded that one, so maybe this one will too. Uh, But today, we're talking about Wendigo. Now, I don't know if it's the Wendigo or Wendigo, but I think it's Wendigo, because Wendigo is like kind of general. The Wendigo implies there's only one. Well, that's the thing. Are there more than one? I believe yes. there's more than one. There so can I be an infinite amount of them. I, I, I would like caribou. Yeah. You know? Or like, like fish just, you know. is the same as yeah. the plural version of fish. And deer as well. So uh, I guess if you say the Wendigo, you're just talking about the population of Wendigo. Yeah, I could, I could uh, see that. But anyway, okay. for those who don't know... Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of the First Nations based in and around the East Coast forests of Canada, the Great Plains region of the United States, and the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. Now, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is known to invoke feelings of insatiable greed or hunger, the desire to cannibalize other humans, as well as the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Uh, and they look scary as shit. I don't know if you've ever seen one, the modern day depictions uh, of them, but they are pretty fucking creepy looking, and you can become one just by dreaming about it. So let's hope that talking about it is not going to, uh, I don't know, make me eat my family later tonight. Well, I mean, as far as they appear, they, I mean, they look like any other uh, cartoonish. Yeah, they're uh, creepy. I mean, they're cr- creepy. Creature, creature of the forest. It's very stick-like, very tall, lanky. They have antlers. Um, but uh, as far as um, insatiable greed or hunger, I just, I, I, I don't. How is that connected to anything that this thing symbolizes? Well, we're going to get into. We're going to go over like. Not the origin, but more or less what causes someone to become a Wendigo. And that has to do with greed uh, or choosing oneself over community. Wendigo is like Krampus. It's like a, what is it, a cautionary tale. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like it's a, sort of a like, Slender Man. Yeah. Uh, any, anything. La Llorona, like, uh, all of those. Yeah. Anything that encourages kids to be well-behaved. Yeah. It's like that. And so they say, we're going to get into it again, but they say, like, if you choose com- choose yourself over community, or if you cannibalize someone in the community for survival, you become a Wendigo. And you don't want to become one, obviously. It's sort of like what a skinwalker. What, 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 right, but what if you're, like, a member of the Donner Party? Or That's what I was I was thinking that. They're climbing, fucked. You know, All you're of climbing them. Everest, and you, like, you're trapped, and you have to eat your buddy who has already perished. Well, then you're a Wendigo you now, s- buddy. So, okay, before we get into the, the, the research about Wendigos, uh, so let's say that I am trapped, I eat my buddy, I become a Wendigo. What uh, what is the transition? Does my body stay there? I have a spirit that goes, or do I just transform, grow horns, and all that shit, and then I just walk off the mountain? Well, that's what's interesting is you can do either one. You don't necessarily have to physically change to be a Wendigo, uh, but you can physically change. Look, I don't know everything about this. I researched it, but I don't know the what ifs of Wendigos as much as I feel that you think I'd know them. I thought you were well uh, knowledgeable. Oh, I'm well versed in Wendigo mythology, but I am by no means an expert. As far as the transition. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it happens. All right, well, let's discuss this, and then we'll 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 make our uh, yeah we'll get into more shit I don't know. Yeah, because I imagine you, myself, as well as the listener, knows absolute shit about Wendigos. So this is going to be fun for all of us. Yeah, of course. No, yeah, let's uh, get into the Wendigo. So the Wendigo, it teaches us about Native American social values and spiritual beliefs. So it already sounds cool. Yeah, right? it really does. It's dope, honestly. There, there, there are three major symbolic interpretations of the Wendigo. So incarnation of winter, the embodiment of hunger, and the personification of selfishness, which we've already talked about, you know, hunger and greed. Yeah. But where did the where did the the Wendigo myth come from, though? So the communities who believe in the Wendigo experience long, harsh winters uh, with limited resources, where the fear of starvation is very real. And one of the best things that uh, they can do is stick together during these times. The Wendigo will attack people who are alone or just simply separated from their group or herd, if you will, because yeah. um, the Wendigo you know, sees uh, you as a pack of meat, as a meat sack of organs that it can devour. Right, but they so, operate, yeah. they operate like coyotes. They operate like horses. You're stronger in numbers. Do horses so. eat meat? No, but as far as the strength in numbers mentality, so <laughs> oh, if but have, if that horse finds a fucking piece of grass by itself, that piece of grass is fucked. Oh, the grass is done, but I don't, I, you know, I grew up with horses. My dad still has a, a, a few of them, but, um, horses are dope. I don't, I love, I love growing up with them, but I don't, I, I don't know enough to, I don't, I, I, in my experience, I don't know anything about, uh, horses actually eating one another. Well, even they're if, not I, hunters. I, I think though, right. Predators. But like, let, let's say you have two horses crossing the desert, one drops dead. I think the other one will just wander off. I don't think. I yeah, don't think I don't it's think gonna... that they're. They. I don't think they see each other as a food source. They only see like grass or hay or 
right. plant. I don't know. They're herbivores. No, they're not. Right. They're but not. as far as as far as strength and numbers, uh, in regards to horses, so horses they 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 run in herds, as as yeah. everybody probably knows. If you've ever so, seen the great film Spirit, uh, you can see that <laughs> depicted as Disney <laughs> yeah, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. That wonderful film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a Disney Plus plug. Uh, so <laughs> I don't want your sponsorship. I hate. That so joke. basically, what what horses do is they uh, they run in a herd, they stay tight knit, and then let's say you have a stud or a young male horse. Oh yeah, who is who who is a bit ornery, kind of has some attitude, and he's pissing off everybody in the herd, right? You'll have the alpha horse in the herd. Everybody, every species has one. So yeah, and they check him. They're kind of like you have the alpha. Off. Well, the alpha will run that horse out of the herd. Oh so shit! So he's fucked. That now. so well. So he just he spends uh, a certain amount of time. It's always different. It's depends uh, depends on the relationship and the emotions between the horse being kicked out and the alpha. So the the horse being kicked out. He'll circle the herd. He'll just hang out on the outsides, but he's still by himself, so he's very vulnerable, and he doesn't like it. So he's trying to get in in, in good, uh, you know. He's trying to get back on the good side of that that alpha, so that he can come back into the herd and be safer. So what you're saying so, is the horse who was kicked out is hating from outside the club when he can't even get in. I don't think he's hating from outside the club. Once you're outside, is. that. I no, I think it switches from uh, "fuck you guys" to "oh shit, I fucked up." How do I get back in with everyone? Okay, like, I need well, to. I mean, that was I, a good horse corner. I, I'm very, I'm very isolated. So yeah, it's it's a it's a relationship that you watch between. It's really cool if you ever get to see it. But the the ousted uh, stud will usually he'll try to circle in closer and closer and try to make his way back in. And he'll either be rejected and booted further out, or the alpha will come up to him. They'll rub uh, their muzzles on each other's withers, which is basically each other's shoulders, if they come to an agreement. And then that that stud can come back into the herd, and he's safer. That's also how uh, Republicans close deals. Uh, they rub their gun muzzles together. I think that's I think that's human nature. I yeah. think people generally like to be part of a group or part of something that is bigger than them, and they want to feel valued within that organization. So you can learn a lot from from just watching the relationships between animals, horses especially. But the point of that was uh, the 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 fact that Wendigos travel in herds and packs and they it strengthened numbers so yes and but it was a good horse segment i do appreciate your knowledge on horses <laughs> yeah yeah so the main component of the wendigo is cannibalism okay cannibalism. So, yeah so you cannibalize someone you become a wendigo okay mm-hmm. so however uh Doing some other reading, I've found that so when a Wendigo eats a human, it's just the Wendigo being hungry, yes. greedy, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. They devour it and nothing else. It's just food to them. Right. So you don't necessarily become a Wendigo if you're eaten by a Wendigo. You only become a Wendigo no, no, if you are you, possessed by a Wendigo. You become a Wendigo if you, as a human, eat another human that is not. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Well, 
Okay. It's very. Con- right. It's it's extremely confusing. Well, it's mythological, so we yeah, of make sense no. of it ourselves. I mean, it's fake, so, but... so, all right. So uh, this motivated people to share their food resources. Yeah, because nobody all wants right? their buddy turning into a Wendigo and just annihilating right. the whole camp. You're you got to share that, the homie. Yeah, you got to share that. Share your beans. Yeah, so it it also forced people to make uh, adequate food storage because they didn't want to venture out into the blizzard uh, and possibly run into a Wendigo. Yeah, you want to steer clear of that Wendigo street because you never you know, you know one street's good and you cross over to the other side of the street, boom, you're in Wendigo country, and Wendigo you don't want to be country. caught there after sundown. So the first mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm, yeah, Wendigo Country sounds I'm like with a terrible. Dude. Yeah, sounds like a terrible vacation. There. Yeah. So the first mention of the Wendigo occurs in 17th century, right? So Jesuit records, which is Catholicism, which coincides yeah. with Europeans entering the fur trade. Mm-hmm. So the North American fur trade, uh, they had a boom in the 18th and 19th century. And that meant more trappers were heading to present-day Canada, Canada, where this creature lives, right? So the story of the Wendigo, with its claws, sharp teeth, uh, and its insulated or its insatiable hunger for uh, human flesh, reminded the Europeans of their own legend, which is the werewolf. And this will make sense as we get into how to counteract a. Um, a Wendigo. So through trade, community, and marriage, a cross-cultural exchange of ideas was then born. And the Wendigo's depiction today vary widely from the – and I'm going to butcher this, Algonquian. this, this uh, native uh, – say that again? Algonquian? Yes, those people. So it, it, it Yeah, don't really, say those people. That's racist. That, that group of people. Yeah. You people is I hear they prefer you people. You, no, you're absolutely right. I didn't even catch it. So <laughs> no, like, I did, no, I didn't mean to say you people, but <laughs> this group of peoples. All right, we know what you mean. I'm just Jesus being annoying. Christ. All right, uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, what we're t- <laughs> like, all right. So okay. the so the, the the depiction of them it it. it it's, it's changed it over time. Yeah, and it's definitely adjusting. So this is because it was associated with Europeans' own legend, which was the werewolf. Mm-hmm. So the only the only animal the Wendigo is associated with in some stories is an owl. What? All right? And it's a stretch, but Wendigo <laughs> can translate – yes, Wendigo can translate as owl or cannibal depending on the dialect, of course. A fucking owl? That's the most boring shit I've ever. I prefer, I like the werewolf Wendigo. I don't much know better. if you think and about owls aren't scary unless you're a tiny dog. If you or a understand, rabbit. I don't know if you understand the capabilities of an owl. An owl is pretty badass. Okay, it I mean, yeah, they're cool, night. but I'm not scared. The talons of them. alone, it's like an eagle. Like I, I don't know which is worse, being cl- like, like attacked by an eagle or an owl. Like they're both. An eagle vicious. would be worse. I feel owls I are small and cute. Uh, eagles are big and scary. You say small and cute, but if you, uh, I live in the desert. If you have something as small as a pomeranian, you don't need yeah, to let but, that thing walk around the backyard at night by itself because an owl will pick. Johnny, it up you're not a tiny see. dog. You're a grown man. You don't have to be scared of owls. Has anyone told you that? I'm you not afraid of them. owls. I'm I'm explaining the uh, the ferociousness. Like, like okay, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, like describing a grizzly. You don't say, ah, it's just a little. 
I'm scared of a grizzly know, bear. Bro. I'm terrified of grizzly bears because they're right, gigantic. But I'm 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 just saying you sh- everyone should acknowledge the power that each one possesses. So you're it's like putting into badger. Pers- you're ba- putting into perspective that an owl is scary to a tiny animal. I think an owl should be scary to anyone who knows what it's capable of. If you're walking around at night, I'm not saying an owl's going to attack you. They're not. They're, they don't see humans as a threat, and they're not going to pick up anything that they know is going to be too big to pick up. I'm, what I'm saying is, don't underestimate the ability of an owl. I, okay, so if I had to choose two streets to walk down, and one street had an owl, and one street had a fucking werewolf, uh, I would choose the dude. no, I would choose the owl street every of single course. time. Of course, I'm not. I'm not scared of an you, owl. I'm not saying humans should be. We're we are above <laughs> owls on the food chain. Yeah, I'll punch an owl but if I can if catch an, it. But let's say that an owl. Was the size of okay? See now you're talking. A, now it's scary. A, a pterodactyl. Let's say uh, now like that it has yes, like a, that's scary. Not now. even a pterodactyl. Let's say an owl has like a ten foot wingspan. But its body's the same size. Right now, no, I'm not scared. That looks to, ridiculous. But right now, like you see an owl perched up on a tree, it looks cute and small, and you're like, oh yeah, Tootsie Pop commercials. But that owl has like a six foot wingspan. Do they really? They're huge. Okay, but I mean, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say about the owl, and then we have to move on, because we've been talking about owls and horses, and we need to talk about the Wendigo. I'd be scared of an owl if it was the size of a pterodactyl, yes. I'm not scared of an owl because it's the size of my dog. I'm just not scared of them. But I get what you're saying is they're capable. It would be weird if someone was afraid of owls. I think you should move on past that. That's what I'm stuck on. But it's fine. I'll I'll die on this hill. I don't mind. Let's just go. I don't know why. Let's just talk about the Wendigo. Let's talk about it because that's scary. All right. So, (laughs) another (laughs) reason. You're ridiculous. Me? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. So, the depictions are so varied. Now, it's because, okay, the 2001 film with the same name, Wendigo. I don't know if you've heard of it. I never had Me before I started looking up Wendigo shit. So don't feel bad. It's you know it 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 probably went straight it, to fucking Amazon yeah, or some shit. I don't think it did that well. So this film it it depicted the Wendigo as some half deer half human hybrid and has the set. It, it's basically something home for all the Wendigo pictures you can find online and in pop culture such as uh, Hannibal or Pet Cemetery. So yeah, the Wendigo. Any of those, you kind of the Wendigo and Hannibal is he's like solid black, has like a human face, black eyes, and then antlers, and it looks really creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but now yeah. that we know some background on the Wendigo, let's talk about what the Wendigo is and why you should be scared of it. And the first reason why you should be scared of it is because it's not a fucking owl. It's not an owl. It's not. I, no one's saying it's an owl. I'm just saying it's not an owl. You don't need to be scared of it. We just look. The, the only reason we brought up owl is because <laughs> it, it, it by language. When you're looking at language, the word Wendigo can yes. be translated as owl. I understand that. Okay. All right. So it said <laughs> that a Wendigo is created when a human resorts to cannibalism for survival. Right? Greed. Or necessity, we've covered that. So other ways of becoming a Wendigo are dreaming of a Wendigo, just as Corey said earlier. You can become one without physically transforming. 
Uh, yes. So just I don't fully understand that concept. Well, so someone who is dealing with inner turmoil is at risk of becoming a Wendigo. That's but, half of our generation. Oh, absolutely, more than half. <laughs> but it, 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 mental illness is is rampant, and everybody wants to be on. So you watch know, your fucking back. So, but I will say that um, I, I don't understand when a Wendigo chooses and choose, chooses to, chooses not to, when they possess a human uh, body, uh, why wouldn't you want to transform into your horns and your hooves? Yeah, because like, we're about to get into what they look like, and I would much rather be this than be like a regular person. Right. So according to testimony, a Wendigo is a giant monster. All right, like we said, it's kind of stick-like. It's very Slanky. tall, slender. Yeah, so uh, it's around 15 feet tall on average, quote-unquote, and it varies, but the consensus is that they have glowing eyes, uh, long yellowish fangs, and overly long tongues. That, I would um, I would want to transform into this one to go just for the height gain, honestly. It sounds like it's like a, like a uh, half goat, half cat, half snake. Yeah. But I also kind of the characteristics. You know that scene on Space Jam, the first one, where they the the monsters are born. They like the little aliens turn into the basketball players. That's what I picture happening with like the Wendigo. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. It makes it a little less scary. Makes it kind of cool. All right. That's my favorite scene. And also when the guys from Street Sharks turn into the Street Sharks. That's fucking cool too. That is pretty. Sh- okay, the street sharks were awesome, man. Dude, they were so fucking cool. Didn't they? Weren't they on rollerblades? Yes, one of them was. One of them had a motorcycle. <laughs> one of them played football. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, it was. They were fucking. Yeah. I wish they still had sweet. the toys, and I wish they'd bring that back. I think. Uh, I think you can stream that somewhere. Don't quote me. Don't you fucking you tell me that because I'll end this episode right now and go I, watch uh, it. No, I think you should. I think you should Google it uh, now or after we're done. I'm gonna but do it after because I'm gonna have think, no motivation. I think we, you can access it for sure. Um, so yeah, these monsters—they look fucking weird, uh, and most uh, most of them have yellowish skin, but some are said to be matted with hair, so covered yeah. in hair, like, kind of like a gorilla or uh, like a like a. Like a Sasquatch. I, like, I picture it patchy hair, not like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like sporadic hair patterns? Yeah. Like I don't old, know. Like, like where a, would they be? Where, where would the hair patches be? I mean, if it's on TV, probably over the crotch, you can't It's not on TV. Wiener. We're talking about, I'm if just you saying. see a Wendigo in the wild, where do you imagine? Am I going to see his hair? Wendigo cock is what I'm wondering now. I don't know why you would actually you that. won't because once the Wendigo transforms, they are genderless. I forgot about that. I didn't include it in the script, but I did read that. So no, no, no Wendigo erotic fan fiction. This asexual. Time. They look like Ken dolls. All right. Yeah. Cool. If Ken uh, dolls were Barbie 15 dolls, feet tall and eight people. Yeah. So basically it's just a bunch of like, uh, Tim Allen from Santa Claus Three Robot Santa Clauses with no beards. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's a weird, and slimmer. Don't know how you got there, but yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but you can see it though. You, you can see it though. Yeah. No, you're okay. You're, mm-hmm. All right. So, <clears throat> you know, they have matted hair, sporadic as Corey uh, theorizes, which I'm not against. I kind of like the idea of some. It weird sounds patchy. cool. Yeah. Uh, but they are tall, they are lanky, and they're driven by an insatiable hunger, which we've, we've already talked about. But they have a hard, uh, a heart that is ice cold, quote, uh, you know, uh, supposedly. So it's made of ice, and it's always, uh, 
it always looks to be emaciated. Emaciated. Okay? You struggle with that word every time I type it. You did it during the I, Donner Party. Emaciated. Donner, you remember the Donner Party? That Absolutely. Sure. I'm listening to the audiobook when I go to sleep at night. It's emaciated. Just I, I thought it's just not a word that I use. Yeah, nobody I, really. I probably uses it. could. But yeah, it's just definitely not something that I use. But so this this creature has a heart made of ice cold stone, supposedly, right? Which and is definitely a hardcore song somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and, well, all the Wendigo feels is hunger. All right, so it's constantly hungry. Uh, so it goes on these. It goes through these great lengths to try and satisfy. So even though it never will, it just keeps like just traveling, Trying, and searching, yeah, chasing yeah. people down and shit. Yeah, it's not attacking for sport. It just thinks it's hungry all the time, so it's just fucking it's pouncing. So mm-hmm. they they have been associated with a foul odor as well, um, or even a sudden snowstorm, which is wild. You hear that, Northerners? You're fucked this winter. So if there's the middle of a blizzard, there's a good chance that that is when the Wendigo is prowling. Oh, and he's gonna just he's gonna walk real slow out of that out of that dusty snow you're looking at and he's gonna shriek and then you're just gonna hear dum, 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 and he's running towards you are See? you gonna is it gonna sound like that in the snow because it sounds like you were beating on a door well or maybe more like i don't i don't live in the snow i don't know you just i mean i guess it would be crunchier because it's the snow probably i was picturing him more in like a forest without snow but there's a blizzard so uh, I mean, my theory's lanky, flawed. They have tall, lanky arms. You think they, you know, can swing from trees Ooh, and like be they can quiet? run on treetops, actually. Oh well, which is I don't see how that makes sense, but it's cool. I, I could picture them running like gorillas. Uh, maybe putting their putting their knuckles running down. or swinging. Well, no, oh, no, no, no. I'll okay. say putting their knuckles right. down and like swinging between their yeah. arms. What was that? What was that Dennis Quaid movie where he had that diner in the middle of the desert and there was like that guy that stepped out of the the Christmas uh, the, the 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 ice cream truck. Oh my like, god, you've talked about this movie before. Oh shit. Have I? Yes, what is the name of he, it? It's like an alien movie. Is it The Guardian? No. No, uh, it's It's like a it's not a it's I think it's a biblical background. Yes, we have literally talked about this exact movie. Anyway, he like grows grows his arms, grows his legs, he starts walk, walking like a spider, but he's on his knuckles. Well, maybe not his knuckles, but his elbows are like at a 90 degree out to the sides. <laughs> Uh, he's in, he owns a diner in the middle of this desert, and basically, like Satan or like this bad like juju comes and like this dude pulls out uh, pulls up out front in a uh, ice cream truck, and it's dark. I don't know if it's storming, but I don't know if it's relevant. But it, it's dark. He steps out. There's spotlights on it, so you can barely see him. So it's just a shadow of a guy, and he's got like his paper ice cream man hat on, and uh, then it just shows his sleeves and his pant legs and his his arms and his legs are just like making this like stretching noise and they're getting longer and lankier and scarier. Oh, footloose. <clears throat> no. No? No, but that was a good guess. He was in it. He was also in Spongebob, apparently. It's called Legion. That's what, okay. That's the one you said mentioned before. I know, but I Same scene I and everything. I can't remember if it was Legion. Because around that time, that's when all those movies are coming out with like uh, you know, uh, the 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 angels that were coming down to earth to battle and shit. Like it was angels all angels in the outfield. It, yeah. No, but but also a good guess. It's a good movie. But yeah, going back to the Wendigo. 
so a Wendigo can open doors and it will follow you wherever you go, right? So you're not excited. I don't know why they would fo- open doors. Anyway, maybe they're not ghostly, so like they have to open the door. But it can run across treetops, like you said, and it shrieks loudly. It makes these loud shrieking noises and it will basically do anything it has to until it catches you. Yeah, so, and they are uh, impossible to escape. So, yeah, once you're being chased down yeah. by a creature that has tunnel vision, is and it's not going to forget that it wants to catch you. And not only that, <laughs> in the dead of winter, the cold dead of winter, a Wendigo goes in its natural habitat. But you, as a human, are going to have a pretty hard time escaping this 15-foot monster because they are incredibly agile and unbelievably fast. And in this scenario, the Wendigo thinks 100% that you and you alone are going to satisfy this hunger that it has been trying to cure for a long time. And you're not going to, but it doesn't know that. So that's why it's doing everything it can to get to you. Yeah. So your best bet is to turn around and try to kill it. Yeah. So or and, don't go out which, in the woods. Well, uh, w- once we get into how you kill one, maybe you'll feel more confident when you try to kill it. You so cannot kill. It. Uh, well, there is belief or theory that there 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 are methods. So, uh, not k- skipping ahead. So 1897, right? <laughs> okay. Not skipping ahead. It's, no. It's a Wendigo killing. Okay, it's a trial, uh, and it becomes a landmark case for early Canadian law. Okay, so uh, Ojibwe man was found guilty of manslaughter of killing someone he believed was a Wendigo, right? And in his culture, killing a Wendigo is, in fact, acceptable. Yeah, of course. So, so why wouldn't it be? So his conviction confirmed that Canadian common law applied to indigenous communities as well. And in the late 19th and the 20th centuries, a handful of other indigenous people were convicted of killing people they thought to be Wendigos. And see, but in Canada, when you're convicted of a crime, uh, all you have to do is say, I'm sorry, uh, and then you don't have to go to prison. (laughs) (laughs) You just say, I'm sorry. (laughs) You say, I'm sorry, (laughs) and then you don't have to go to jail. It's a pretty sweet sweet system you know if you're gonna make fun of anybody let it be the canadians because there's no i just say i'm sorry again and then they'll be like oh don't worry about it Uh, right don't you know don't you know it's fine that sounded irish for a second or jamaican maybe don't you know oh don't you know it's fine anxiety don't you know now now it's now it's jamaican for sure okay yeah all right i'm sorry everyone all right. Well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. And, yeah. So the next uh, thing we're gonna talk about is something that I didn't think was real, but I guess it is. Uh, and this information came from an actual scientific paper, Wendigo psychosis. Uh, so some of this report about Wendigo that uh, psychosis Johnny is about to read is from the Jesuit Relations, uh, and that is a newspaper, I'm assuming. Uh, and it may sound a bit off, but that's because of the dialect, and uh, it is a translation. So, is that my wrestling name? Psychosis Johnny? Oh, Wendigo so, Psychosis Johnny. That's good. You Wendigo beat your Psychosis opponent and then Johnny. you <laughs> take a chunk out of their leg with your teeth. Uh, Psychosis Johnny, the Wendigo. The Wendigo Psychosis Johnny. You could just go by the Wendigo. We'll work on it. The Wendigo. I like that. Yeah. Johnny, Maybe a little Wendigo cultural Morrison. appropriation. 
because you're white. It's not. Well, I don't think it's real, so I don't think it's cultural appropriation. Okay, well. So, uh, I'm going to read a quote here, all right? So, this quote goes like this. So, what I like this- love your build-up to the quote. I'm going to well, read I, a quote, know, these aren't, and the these quote aren't my goes words. like this. <laughs> uh, and I'm going, and three, two, and three, one, two, one, zero, and, and I'm go, reading and now. now. And I'm talking, <laughs> and go. So <laughs> what caused us great concern? Is this concern? the quote? This is the quote. Okay. See, that's you didn't I'm clarify. Talking. I had no idea. Well, I, you interrupted the last clarification. Okay, I'm so sorry. Don't you know? I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so... <laughs> Quote. Talk correctly. Quote. What caused us greater concern was the news that met us upon entering the lake. Namely, that the men uh, deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. So those poor men, according to the report given to us uh, or provided uh, to to them, uh, were seized with an ailment un- unknown to us or them. They know uh, it's but- a quote. You can just say us. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's, just, it's always tricky reading a quote to people. But not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy, uh, hypochondria, nor frenzy but have a combination of all these species of disease which affects their imaginations and causes them more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pronounce upon, they, they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like uh, veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously. That should be voraciously. No, it's voraciously. Voraciously? I don't think voraciously is a word. It's a translation. I'm gonna Google it now because oh my I like God. words, and I, I want to know. I just, this isn't part of the quote, just so everybody knows. This conversation we're having is not part of the quote. Voracious is a word, and it means wanting or devouring great quantities of food. Okay, there you go. That makes sense. So, anyways, they're devouring large quantities of food, uh, and without being able to appease or glut their appetite ever seeking fresh prey and the more greedily, the more they eat this ailment attacked our deputies. And as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness, which I'm guessing means they uh, killed them for doing it. Possibly, or uh, it was just—it's just the order of things. They did it because they—they they allowed it, or it just, they just let it carry on because like, it's just the natural order of things. What if it was a sacrifice? What if the village people were like, you know what? We let the we let the Wendigos come in, take whatever they want for a minute, and then we don't see them for another like you know. That's few impossible seasons. because the Wendigo never uh, the hunger's never. Oh right, gone. yeah. There's no reasoning. Got it. All right. So you're just inviting them sense. in, and then you're like, hey, we're all fucked now. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not going to leave until we're dead. Got it. All right. So Wendigo psychosis uh, is considered an an endemic psychiatric disorder associated with culture, right? It manifests through compulsive, strong attacks of cannibalistic behaviors. It mainly concerns uh, the group of people. You say it better than I do. Algonquian. 
Yeah, it, 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 it concerns them most of all. So the Cree tribes and people living in northern uh, Ojibwa area, right? So the first remarks on this disorder derive from the uh, Powhatan, Powhatan, I'm not sure if Powhatan. I'm butchering it, but, but it's Powhatan, uh, <laughs> the, the, their, their language dictionary, which was used by the Algonquian tribe. So in the 1960s, there were 70 cases of the disease, right? But the available uh, epidemiologic uh, epidemiologic Ooh, data is poor. That's a good right? one, right? Uh, dude, I fucking you know when you you got to use words words like that, but I fucking hate them every time I get to use. Them. I hate <laughs> saying biology. Like, okay. I, every now and then, I'll say biology wrong. Biology. So, bo- there, so there are many legends about the mythical creature, right? So this Wendigo, its likeliness uh, is repeatedly used in popular culture. Most of the symptoms uh, exhibited by those suffering from this dysfunction are related to famine and chronic loneliness. The reason so the I would epidemiologic say, word is in there is because this is directly from that scientific paper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't doubt that. Uh, but it, it makes sense. Because, of, like I said, uh, you know, it's related to hunger and chronic illness. When you, chronic illness, uh, it's survival of the fittest. So I feel like anything that is a predator is going to prey on the weaker. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense that, you know, if you're a weak human being, you're an easy target. You're fucked by the Wendigo's non-existent penis. Yes. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe it's the long tongue. Maybe that's why they have the long tongues. Hey, man, don't 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 tempt me with a good time. All right, moving on. So one of the most famous cases of Wendigo psychosis involved a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta, which is in Canada. Uh, Canada. And, yeah, so his name was Swift Runner. In the winter of 1878, he and his family were starving. Then his eldest son died. Well, even though Swift Runner and his family were 25 miles from an emergency food supply at the Hudson's Bay Company post, Swift Runner still killed, butchered, and ate his wife and remaining five children. Do you think his wife called him Swift Runner, or do you think she called him, like, SR or, like, something? Because that's a, that's a lot to say every time. It's like calling somebody by their first and last name. I don't know. I mean, based on the limited knowledge that I have that is strictly just from... Him Swift. Like, you know, movies that portray Native American or tribal societies. Uh, she probably said Swift Runner. That sucks. Yeah. So. For her. And also she was killed, which also sucks. Yes. So he ate her and five kids. Well, given the fact that Swift Runner resorted to cannibalism so near uh, uh, to so, so, so close to a food store. Yeah, 25 miles through the fucking winter. He was just, man, yeah. hop, skipping a jump. He was right there. So being that close and then killing and consuming everyone, uh, it was determined that this was not cannibalism for survival, but instead it was Wendigo psychosis, right? So he eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. And uh, another well-known case involving Wendigo psychosis would be Jack Fiddler and Terrible uh, OG man. Cree Fiddler. Yeah. I, I kind of like Fiddler. He's a Fiddler. He's fiddling with them kids. Fiddler. I think you're thinking of Diddler. Oh, yeah. Diddler would be yeah. a worse. Fiddler yes. the Diddler. He probably had a terrible childhood. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they probably called him Fiddler the Diddler. Can you I, imagine yeah. your last name being Fiddler in the military? Oh, God, dude. 
Yeah, I thought Johnny Appleseed was terrible, but yeah, yeah no, I, I would rather take that over Fiddler the Diddler. I but, got a lot of Michael Jordan references, which I understand. I mean, we look very similar. So, Fiddler, okay, so he was a chief and a medicine man of the uh, OG Cree tribe, okay, and he was known for his powers at defeating Wendigos, quote unquote. Uh, and in some cases, he'd even kill people with Wendigo psychosis. In 1907, uh, he and his brother were arrested by Canadian authorities for homicide. Jack committed suicide, but Joseph, his brother, was tried and sentenced to life in prison. And he was eventually granted a pardon, but died three days before receiving the news. Isn't it was, ironic? Well, don't I, you think? It, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's – yeah, exactly. But it's it's just like the witch hunts that you see. You know, it's – he just – he thought that he was – uh, curing uh, the world of evil. Well, if he would have just said sorry when he was arrested instead of waiting until he was almost dead before saying sorry and getting his pardon, um, that would have been smarter, but I guess he was a stubborn guy. Oh, well, okay, okay. Going in that direction, I think that he should have been uh, tried as insane and then, you know, possibly uh, incarcerated or hospitalized because he obviously heard this story, thought it was true, and then started killing people because he thought it was true. Yeah, but if that was going on say... today, that's exactly how we no, would see it. Like, the oh, only way you can get the only way you can get a guilty, wi- not guilty by reason of insanity. The only way to get that is if it can be definitively proven that you did not know at the time that you were doing something wrong. Just like Ed Gein, when he was and he was put in a uh, psychiatric hospital because he didn't feel what he was doing was wrong because he had some psychosis. He had some type uh, of yeah, psychological right. issues. But don't you? Th- I, I don't know. And this this opinion is going to vary across the globe. But when you suffer from psychosis, you should be hospitalized. You shouldn't be. I don't think we should kill you because there's something wrong with your no, brain. No, I'm not we saying you should study should it and kill them. I'm saying that if they knew what they were doing wrong at the time, then yeah, they Bro, should go to prison. I don't. I don't. Yeah, and I don't think anybody suffering from psychosis or someone who is. Uh, psychopathic, sociopathic. I don't. I would never assume that they aren't aware of what's going on. I would say that they aren't aware of self-regulation and the tools right. that they need to possess in order to refrain from doing the shit that they're doing. Right, but it's very hard to get an insanity plea and successfully. Oh, it's I extremely know. Extremely difficult. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't make families feel any better, and that's what the courts try to do initially. They, they you're trying to appease both sides. And if I let this guy go and he killed this family's baby girl, it looks bad. So it's like, ah, we got to kill him. Ah, fuck it. Let's kill him. But it also, I mean, typically it's because they do one small, minute thing that showed they were trying to cover their tracks. There was a case. I can't remember what the case was, but the killer pled insanity and everything stacked up in his favor except he had put gloves on at one point and then they were like you're fucked yeah basically i don't remember the case but that's what happened and he ended up going to prison so he's fucked well i mean you know it is what it is but that's the wendigo everybody Uh, uh, hold on what Uh, i i i some of the research done i mean this is all theoretical and it's a ridiculous story and it's no way near being aligned with the chilling truth. 
but it's oh my god it's, our it, name is not literal just, we have been over just, this i cannot <laughs> count how many fucking times right okay look uh, regardless it, it's it's an interesting topic, but I would like to go uh, into just a quick brief overlook on what it takes to kill one of these creatures. Do I need to change the name again to, like, the chilling... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because that's, that's what the people want, to have to keep remembering what they're looking at. <laughs> well, to stop to saying it. everything we say has to be true. Well, I'm just saying it, you know, it, it, it helps to stick with the, you know, the ramifications of the title that you've given. It's just a title. It doesn't... I mean, when we were the Mason Jar Chronicles, we weren't doing episodes about fucking Mason Jars. No, but I think the Mason Jar Chronicles was way more broad because anybody who's telling stories, especially in the South, the people gathered around are typically drinking out of Mason Jars. That's what that title was embodying. How do you kill a Wendigo? (laughs) Well, (laughs) according to Google... Great resource. uh, I love it so far. Yeah, so like we said earlier, uh, you know, the, the, the folklore uh, surrounding the Wendigo, it, it's very similar to werewolves, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it makes sense that people would assume that that's exactly how you kill a Wendigo. So silver bullets, silver daggers. Isn't that a stake I, to the heart? Isn't that another one? That'll kill I, a human, too, if well, you need enough of them. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing anything about wooden stakes. But maybe wooden stakes. But the, oh, silver for sure. And even even a bullet that is coated with silver will be sufficient, uh, as far as what I've read. For but, all the cheapskates out there. So yeah, uh, but that's you know that that that's how you kill these creatures. But you know, again, they possess people. Okay, they grow horns. In case we didn't go too in depth with their physical features, I think we definitely did. Well, okay, all right. So I don't need to cover all that. But no, I think we're good on the the. the so the basically, yes, yeah, silver bullets. It was a. It was a. Huge build-up to silver bullets. Silver cool. Well, that's how you get some silver bullets, you guys, if you want to kill a uh, Wendigo. That's how you do it. It is. But, uh, you know, we'll wrap it up by saying, okay, so the frequency of Wendigo psychosis has decreased a lot in the 20th century. Good news for us. That is good. Um, uh, as the the Algonquian people uh, basically came into more and more contact with European ide- ideologies and more uh sedentary 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 i think it's supposed to be sedentary that's what i thought less rural lifestyles basically they started being less rural yeah. so they started uh not necessarily getting educated but more or less. well no but it's just like any other indigenous tribe it, it could be africans it could be native americans the the anglos came in and taught them their religion and their language yeah, and exactly. as they learn that, they learn, oh, Christianity, that makes way more sense and is less scary than the fucking Wendigo people. Even though it doesn't. But anyway. Well, <laughs> subjective. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in for this episode. Uh, that's the Wendigo. Hope you guys aren't too scared. Stay out of the woods when it's snowing. Try not to live in the north. Uh, especially don't live in Canada. And yeah, we will catch you guys next week and next week. Uh, should be the start of our summer of murder. Uh, 14 weeks, or no, I don't remember how many weeks it is, but it's going to be all murder. Serial killers, mass shooters, things like that. Waco, it's going to be good. So that's going to be we coming up. We covered Waco. No, we haven't. What? We have not covered Waco. We haven't covered Waco? No, how do you not know this? I feel like I've talked about it so often. We do talk year. about it a lot, and we're going to talk about it more 
Uh, we need to sit down and discuss what's going to be the first installment of our Summer of Murder. And then, yeah, that's what you guys have to look forward to for the next few weeks. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. Later. Later.